You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Hello. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. We kept you waiting so long. So sorry. This is Harvey. And I'm Carice. And this is the Love is Black podcast. And we are back for season two. Are you excited? Are you excited? Season two, what it do. What it do. We're back and we're ready to talk to you. Hope you had a great last few months. Our last few months have been pretty interesting. We had a lot going on, which is why we had to, you know, stop recording our thoughts, our issues, and all that fun stuff. Because we had to handle some light business. Right, baby? Yes. Yes, we did. You <laughs> said that like you weren't sure. Yes, that's what happened. Yeah, we had a lot going on. So we had a, a bit of a big move, change of location, change of temp, of climate. It was all cold where we were before. Now it's all warm where we are. You know? Are you going to continue to be vague? Or are you I just am. Gonna... Uh, yes, I'm okay, being vague that's cool. on purpose. Okay, yes, great. Yes, all right. Yes, you know, just let me know. You wanted me to just be blunt about it and just tell people exactly what you want. Should I give them their address? You don't need the address, but we moved from Jersey to Florida. Okay. So I was I mean, being, you're like, I, oh, we moved. I was being vague. And it was a different climate. Just tell them our social, and... too. Just get that out the way. <laughs> what else? <laughs> we were from Jersey to Florida. Florida is a huge state. It's a huge state. We could be anywhere in Florida. Okay. So I don't understand the issue. I don't feel like we're oversharing. I know I'm not oversharing. You might be. Okay. It's fine. So, yes. Yeah, so, we moved from one part of the East Coast to the other. So, how about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But we're back, and we figured the best way to come back is to kind of tell you what we were doing and why we were gone. So, like wifey here said, Jersey to Florida. We did a drive or two. Um. I have much family here, and if the move is going to occur, we go somewhere where we've got support, and I don't think there's any better place for us to go to where support could be had. I've got family all over this place. We could drop these kids anywhere within like a five-mile radius and just go, and they would be taken care of, right? I don't know. This, this what do you mean? You don't know. You came with me. You These are your to people. The These, These are, are your people. These are our people. You trust people. them with your kids? Do you trust them with our kids? What kids? It's your kids. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, something has occurred during this time off, this hiatus. Um, Carice here is no longer claiming her children, and I don't know what to do about it. Um, <laughs> so during the season, if you hear me remind her that she's got four kids, it's because we have to. I don't know if it's memory loss or I don't know what it is, but you have four kids. Probably intentional. So I wasn't around. Harvey, you were the parent. I was just the adult in the room. You were the parent. I mean, I've always been the parent. Just like you've exactly. Always been the parent. You've always been the parent. Right, just Them yeah. there's your kids. So Harvey was the parent and I, um, I did the move first. I came down first to Florida, and then Harvey came down um, actually a few days ago. Yay! Yay! But it was a long, just about a month where we were just communicating 
through FaceTime and Duo sometimes and regular phone calls sometimes. So that was a um, that was tough, specifically for me because I was dealing with these kids and Karee's just chilling in the sun. Yeah, I had no kids. Yeah, you I was had childless. Childless, yes. Yet a place to sleep, to do all kinds of stuff with no children grabbing on you, pulling on you, asking for a Velveeta bar or some chips or. Can I have a cream cheese bagel? All this food that these kids want. You were just here living, which is okay. I guess. You you guess? Seemed more fun looking at you from Jersey. Well, it wasn't fun. So if we're talking about distance, which is what I think we needed to round out to, is that today we're really going to get into a deep dive about distance and distance relationships and kind of how this whole experience has gone for us. Um, I would say that, you know, it definitely had its highs and its lows. I think it started out really low because, you know, I've never been by myself. I've never, ever, ever been by myself. Um, if you've been a longtime listener, you know that I had Zarius, I had our my son mm-hmm. when oh, I was okay. <laughs> when I was about um, two weeks before I turned nineteen, and then the next one I had two weeks after I turned twenty-one. Fun times, fun mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got married at twenty-four. And had another one, you know, so essentially I went from, you know, being at home with my parents to like being in a home with my boyfriend, then husband, and I've never been by myself. So this was a totally new experience to be, you know, older, because we're not going to talk about my age, just, you know, I'm older now than I was then, but it's different to be by yourself for the first time and you're like a super adult super adult yeah it's super adult like i i've had children i'm married i had a house we sold the house like this is super adulting like this is extra adulting we file taxes and stuff Mm -hmm. like we we in extra adult mode Mm -hmm. so it's very interesting to be doing that for the first time in grown extra grown adult life right i mean i feel like raising your kids and living in an apartment to our house and just kind of living and deal with our kids in life we were adulting we were doing that what made it i guess weird i don't maybe that's the right word is that when you actually had to be alone which means leave us and come to florida so then you essentially moved into a home with family, my family slash our family. So while you were surrounded by people, you were still kind of alone because it's my family that you're getting to know when you came out here. So that kind of made it different. Um, but you did well. This is this is what we well, all do. Yeah. We, oh, right. So it was. It's a process, though. Right. Like the first, you know, week or so, it was very. Very sad, very lonely. I'm like, oh, I'm all by myself. People kept forgetting that I was down here. So you have family <laughs> you that's know who down she's talking here. Talking about, don't you? I have. You have family that's down here, and it's funny because I'm like, I'm lonely. So you know, invite me if you guys are doing something. Mm-hmm. And then when I would get an invite, they're like, oh, we keep forgetting that you're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't know. It was very lonely. It's different to be by yourself when you go from a household where there's six people mm-hmm. and 
you're one of the lead members of it. You know, I'm a part of the the household, help keep it running. Mm -hmm. And then you go to like, you're in somebody else's household Mm -hmm. and you're just like a guest. You're you're just staying and you're, it's not your space. So you can't just be as free as you want to be as you would be in your own home. And, you know, so it was very, very different. Um, I think in that aspect, it kind of affected my psyche, my mood, you know, made me, made me a little bit, I guess, not fun. Maybe the first week or so. I don't know. I I don't think, it's not that you weren't fun. I mean, it was an exciting move. And we, I don't know how deep we're going to get into even the, it even started with some bit of chaos and such, but just getting you here, getting you to Florida getting you set up. I eventually go back because we still have kids that need to be dealt with. So I go back and I'm there with them. It would have been different had it been switched because you were kind of in an area that you didn't know. I mean, people you didn't know very well, but you did know. So this was kind of not your space. Had it been me coming here and this is my family that I've grown up, I've known my whole life. It still would have been tough because I wouldn't have been with you and the kids, but it probably would have been a little bit more comfortable for me. It's my uncle, my aunt, I've known them forever. So it's, it's obviously a different vibe, but because I dropped you off here and then I went back, when I leave, that's when it's like official. That's like when it's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just now. So I didn't think it was just a big change. Like you said, you've been parent to me to now just you. It took a few days to get used to the fact that you're sleeping in a bed where I'm not there. You're sleeping in a room where there aren't kids making noise in the next one. You driving area in an area that you don't know very well. You looking for employment in an area that you don't know very well. There's a lot going on. So you were just dealing with a lot, but I feel like you handled it really well. I was proud of you from beginning till oh, now. Well, thank you. I don't I don't know. I I handled it. I don't know about really well. I don't know about really well, but I I handled it. It just tried not to dwell too much in it and i made a new best friend cassie the dog Mm -hmm. cassandra the dog that's That's how i refer to her now (laughs) cassandra the dog let's go potty (laughs) the happiest day of my life one of maybe five to six happiest days of my life is when i left you with the dog that was the happiest day of your I life. I said one of my five to six happiest days. Five to six. That makes top. That's number six B or something. Oh, my God. Yes. That's a lot. When I didn't have to be with the dog. No, wow. that was a purely good. You know how much I love animals. So leaving the dog here was great. Well, yes. me and the dog had a great time. She good helped me you. pick out my outfit. She great. kept me company. She talked to me yeah. um, in her own way. In you know, she way. talked to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had That's a certain great. way that she would like tilt her head when she was into something and not really into it it would go the other way you know so we got to we got to vibe wow so, i don't know that i handled it well but i handled it you did you handled it, it well you handled it as well. well as anybody in that situation could be you didn't yeah. let it break you it didn't go as smoothly as we expected it to not that plans ever really work the way you want them to. We have oh. a vision of how things are going to work out. And then life has a way of just throwing stuff in. We're dealing this with children, with COVID, with all these things making it difficult. So mm-hmm. you handled it as best that you could. And that's why I was proud of you, because this was a hard thing to deal with. You didn't have me there or anybody else that, you know, 
that's close within our nuclear family is tight. You handled it by yourself, super independent. You you know, it wasn't like I don't need no man type of thing, but you kind of <laughs> didn't need no man type of thing. It was like you didn't have me around and you didn't need me. You were getting stuff done. That's why I'm proud of you. I continue. So I don't want you to downplay what you did. You did big work and you did it for the family. You did it for us, which is, again, why I'm proud of you. Because this was an inconvenient type of thing. It was an uncomfortable type of thing, but you did it for the group. Yeah. So we love you for it. And we continue to. And I think that's a lot of what I leaned on, I guess, originally, is that, you know, okay, well, this is happening, but it's happening for the family. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just deal with it. Mm-hmm. But I think it got easier in the last couple of weeks, and it wasn't as bad. I got used to being, you know... Childless and homeless. Childless and homeless. <laughs> yeah, I got used to it big time. And I don't know, I enjoyed some of my freedoms and, you know, binge watching and got through all three seasons of The Shy and watched um, uh, The Flight Attendant on HBO Max. And then I got to watch Suicide Squad and uh, Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. And um, I'm in season four of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and whatever. So obviously I've had way too much time because I have gone through a significant amount of binge watching. A significant amount. Mm -hmm. Yes, significant amount of stuff. All while still keeping up with my regular shows. My Housewives, we're on top of that, you know? Like we don't miss a beat with the Housewives. So yeah, I got really, really comfortable because now... You know, the family's here and it's like, I haven't gotten to watch anything. I'm, I've almost got some ticks going now. It's like, oh, what's going oh, on? Damn, These my people, family coming They're back throwing the, off my th- rhythm. Oh, my goodness. Y'all <laughs> can just go back home. Oh, my goodness. I, I, you, I didn't, the smile wasn't as big as I thought when we pulled up at the airport. Oh, you're my like, God. No, I'm I was si- so excited to see you guys. Uh-huh. And until you're like, oh, yeah. And then as you were driving, getting closer to here, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I used to watch no, stop. Don't, oh my god, I'm gonna have to watch. I don't take Don't that. lie about that. No, mm-hmm. I was really excited. Okay. We had a really great car ride here. Mm-hmm. I was laughing the whole way. Like mm-hmm. it was so wonderful to be around the kids and whatever again. How long um, did that the last? problem is is that leading up to you guys coming is that it gave me a lot of anxiety because you started telling me things that were going on in New Jersey and you know like all the chaos with the kids and this one did that and that one did this and that, 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 that. and I'm like oh god he's bringing them here mm-hmm. and they're going to be doing that here mm-hmm. oh why mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. like it was not you know exciting because it gave me a lot of anxiety a lot of anxiety and then i had been childless for so long that like simple things i didn't even remember so you at some point told me you know the kids need food so you're gonna have to go to the store and you're gonna have to make sure that you get um milk and cereal and whatever like i never even thought about like i should actually prepare if you guys are coming it's not just like oh you guys come and everything's great we gotta you eat. guys come and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there needs to be things set and ready in the space. And you know, like, what did I put together for you guys? I did like literally nothing. It was like in the last few days because I was reminded mm-hmm. that I had to prepare for children. You're that welcome. I prepared for children. Mm-hmm. Sadness. Yeah. Of course, any move is going to be you know difficult and it was just you and then we came later so you were kind of set in your way whatever but 
Um, there's a lot to it. So we've kind of talked about that. So obviously you've kind of intimated that you enjoyed the time away from the kids. Mm-hmm. Clearly you love your kids and you want to be around them, but being away from them, you kind of appreciate the time with the silence, the lack of chaos, the lack of foolishness. But, you know, you still had this relationship that we kind of, because we were separate. Mm-hmm. So how did you feel about that? How did that time, that month where there was no, you know, different bed, you know, different bed, empty bed besides you? How was that? It was harder at first. I mean, towards the end of it, you know, you kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say adjust because I never really adjusted. I still needed some sort of comfort. So I would let the dog sleep in the bed. Not the whole night. Um, Well, maybe one or two nights she did spend the whole night. But she cuddles up real close to me. And so it feels like I'm not alone, you know. Mm. Cassandra the dog just Mm. doing what she does. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so I would say that it was very hard at first. And there were definitely times where I needed something to get through it. So Mm. we had to... Right. We had to do things, and I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit, right. but we had to do things that way I could, you know, go to sleep and be like, oh, okay, we're still good. Right, <laughs> right, right. It was, yeah, I mean, I've had relationships before, but I've never actually had a long-distance relationship, so that was a new experience for me. Just, I'm, you know, we've been married going on 12 years, right? But we've just always been together. We've, I mean, at best you maybe you've gone away for a few days or i got away for a few days but never a elongated time apart so this was different and we knew what it was when dropping you off and going back but it was like wow so you know in my in the bed and i'm like "Eh, this is different you're usually right there like no like i i pretty much slept on my side of the bed the whole time Oh, I slept on one side too. I yeah. didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It wasn't like all over the bed. Yeah. I slept on one side. I thought I would do that. I mean, I was trying when I, you know, once I knew I was going to be back, I was going to see, you know, am I going to be happy that I'm going to have the whole bed? I'm like, no, it didn't really do it for me. You know, I, I like being in a bed with my wife. Something about being aside from obvious, you know, whatever, but just being in a bed with my person, with my wife best friend thing so it was definitely different took me a little while to get used to that i didn't sleep i also i don't know how i felt about you how it worked for you i didn't sleep that great the first few days mm-hmm. because it was weird and the that whole be- time i yeah. didn't sleep well mm-hmm. and, and the bed that it. we slept in the one that you left to come here the noisiest bed in the world in the world so if i would get up it was like a train was outside of my door going by i swore i woke everybody up every time i got out of the bed so i felt bad about that because i didn't realize until you left that your side of the bed was quiet it was my side that was cranky it really wasn't even that quiet i didn't feel like it when i was sleeping in it hmm. I so know. i don't know one time i rolled the opposite way and i'm like i didn't hear anything like did i actually get out of the bed because if i know if i got on my side i swore i woke up the kids the cats downstairs started making noise because they're like, oh, Harvey's up. You know, people know what's going on. So it was it was different. But that's because, you know, I'm used to having you around. So long distance relationships. How do you handle them? This is my first. Well, this was my first one, but it's kind of over now because I'm back with you. Yay. How do you handle them? 
How do I handle them? Yeah. Have you had one before? How do you know? What do you do? Do you have any? Is there anything in particular that you did? So you said you haven't had a long distance relationship not. before. I did. It was very, very young, like a young love type of thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, my family is, I, I mean, we've talked about this for you long time listeners, so I won't bore you with too many details, but my family is uh, from the islands. My dad and his side of the family is from Barbados, and we would go down to the islands like yearly like every summer we went down um my mom's from saint vincent saint vincent beautiful wonderful place but like me and the um the mosquitoes out there we don't get along so i don't really talk about saint vincent much Mm -hmm. because you know it gives me flashbacks of terrible things (laughs) so um barbados and my dad you know it's a small island and so my dad has a lot of friends and family members that are down there and one of his really close longtime friends we would see every year and one year when I was 16 it was just very um natural I guess when you're 16 and you know his friend's son who I've known my whole life at that point was 17 or 18 I don't know he was something and so when you're that young and hormones are raging and whatever like you know you wind up in like a pseudo relationship right so we thought we were very deep in love I cried for like a five-hour flight leaving from Barbados yeah we were in a relationship by the time that I left that summer and I cried like a whole, wow. I listened to actually a, a whole, an entire Whitney Houston album. I don't remember what it was, which which one it was. It's probably the one with "My Love Is Your Love" on it. What is what, what was the that one, one that that what's? Oh my god! I don't know. Whatever it was, I had a disc man. Oh, my I had goodness. a disc man. Oh wow! Yes, yes. My Am I dating myself? Your, yes. I had a disc man, and on repeat, wow. on repeat, that wow. whole album five hours the flight was i cried the entire time from takeoff to landing did your parents know why you were upset yes they knew you were in a relationship yeah but yeah but it's like the same thing that i would do if it was our children right now like i'd be like this is stupid (laughs) ignore the hell out of the kid (laughs) so they ignored me they let me do my thing and like process my whatever i thought i was in they're probably like whatever this isn't gonna last and they were right they were right it didn't last the wyclef jean produced album oh my gosh harvey wow harvey wow you're judging me no it's whitney it's not you know yeah it was wit wow okay that's fine no i just feel like that early whitney would have fit better Probably, no, but I didn't have that that's fine. That's on a CD in order to play on my Discman. Understood. Your Discman. <laughs> my goodness. I my had Sony Discman, yes. Okay, okay. So, you know, I cried the whole way. Anyway, um, that lasted maybe a few months. And I think the thing that really kept that going, AOL Instant Messenger, mm-hmm. okay? We would message each other all the time, um, even though it, it didn't, click in for me until he told me later that AOL instant messenger is like America online, like AOL America. Right. He's like the, like people in Barbados, we don't have AOL really like mm. that. Um, and the internet wasn't popping like that. Right. You know, you had to still dial up. You, so it wasn't like the internet was everywhere, like how it is today. So whatever we, we had 
some issues with communication. Okay. But um, email was something that we were able to do. And so he would email and he used to do poetry. Oh. And he would write these amazing poems. I mean, beautiful, beautiful poems. You would think I was the sun and the world just evolved, revolved around me. Like it was, it was wonderful, fantabulous. And so I think that is where a good portion of that relationship was able to be sustained in the fact that, you know, we had communication and it was frequent communication. So I think that that is what I've kind of went into this whole situation with too, is that the communication was going to be very important. So we were in contact a lot. I mean, I feel like I spent most of my days talking to you. And when I wasn't talking to you, Cassandra, the dog was doing a thing, you know? Good for you. You had a dog to talk to. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we talked a lot. And I think at the beginning, it was it was definitely important. And I think for me and for the kids too, because I don't think, I think it hit the kids with time that mom wasn't there. You know, they could see you on the screen and whatever, and they're with me, but as time progressed and you're still not physically there and they could see you, then it's like, oh, wow, mom's not here. And our youngest, I feel like she's not at the point where she can really communicate how she feels about things just yet. So it's more her actions. So she just like being in the room. She's just like, oh, we're going to FaceTime mommy. And then she would get you on the screen and really not have anything to say to you, but she just likes the companionship, which is her way in general. She just likes being around people. Mm-hmm. So I think the idea of me, we FaceTime, so it's me, you, and then her in the room, even if she's not talking to you, but you're there. So the kids got used to it eventually. Then it's like, hey, mommy, and we're talking. And then since we eventually decided that we and the kids were going to come down, then we knew when we were coming. And then it was that nice little countdown to it. Oh, we're coming on this day. And then we told the kids. So by, you know, we knew what the situation was, but we kind of put a deadline on it with the kids. So they knew that we were coming. So at least there was something to look forward to. So it wasn't like you can be gone forever or we were going to be gone forever. So I feel like that worked out with the kids. For us, we treated it, at least I think so. And I think I mentioned this to you before that I feel like we treated this separation kind of like when we were dating. Like when we became a couple, we would just talk all the time. We were constant. I wake up, go to work. You're on the way to work. We're talking. Done with work, heading back home, talking. At home, talking. Go to the gym, come back. We're talking. We were on the phone all the time. We were constantly speaking. And I feel like this is the same thing we did with this, that we kept in contact. We just, you know. We didn't see a whole lot of people other than maybe occasionally family and such. So the people that we spoke to most were each other, you know, aside from the kids. So we kind of kept that going. And I think at the beginning, it was okay. Eventually, just the lack of companionship of actual person there physically became a little bit difficult. So at least for me, because, you know, I'm used to you being there. So it was, you know. It was different. And your love language is physical touch, isn't it? I think so. Yes. Yes. So all of a sudden, yeah, I'm just untouched for a month. <laughs> untouched. Untouched. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You brought up my physical my language. So, you know, so yeah. my language, you know, all of a sudden I had nobody to communicate with. You had somebody to communicate not with. Not that Just way. not. Not I didn't have somebody to physical touch. To, you, Nobody which was is my language. You. So I didn't have a way to communicate. Wow. 
You're so special. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So. Well. Would, right. I don't. I I think that it it worked, and it worked in the first few weeks. I don't. I don't know. Towards the end, it was like it just felt like a drag. Yeah. It just felt like like ugh this whole thing i'm ready for it to be over i'm just ready for you guys to be here like do we do we have to talk yeah i like, definitely is there got anything, that feeling is there anything new we're talking about yeah we didn't no. have, nothing new was happening so it felt like we were just on facetime or on the phone just to be there as opposed to telling you something 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 occasionally something will happen you know one of our kids got injured something like that so it's stuff to talk about but it inevitably every day was the same thing kids went to school the kids did their virtual learning someone's not doing their homework somebody's misbehaving stuff like that but it was the same stuff stuff that you knew stuff that was happening while you were there while you had been there and then you left so it eventually yeah it definitely became different mm-hmm. our conversations definitely became different and we were just like, all right gotta go i'm gonna go watch paint dry i'll talk to you later like it just seemed like <laughs> there was really nothing to talk about so i was like all right so while it was good that we talked it almost seemed like we talked too much yeah that had we like cut that down or anything that it might have been better off but we got to the point where i'm sure we just it was just overkill yeah but you know especially in this time that we're in where we don't have much physical we don't have people to talk to. I can't, I mean, I went and saw a friend or two occasionally masked up and whatever, but typically you're the person who I would talk to. And all of a sudden that's gone. So that made this whole situation, you know, different. And, you know, being my wife and such, you know, obviously in physical thing is my, uh, you know, it's my love language, you know, whatever, you know, such. So, you know, we have, um, we have to find a way to keep, you know, there's no romance when you're, 1500 miles away or whatever but we have to find a way to keep that spark going in the relationship so um you came up with a well not not a, it's not a new idea but it was new for us i think to um to have some fun on the phone i mean i feel like we've done it before. right but i mean no yeah but not different but this is a different uh, situation okay. i mean we've done it where you know you're maybe i don't know well we've done it where we're in the same city but this was entirely different right right so you know you don't get like we've done that but there was no way to kind of complete it maybe i'll see you later or something but this was you know we do it and it's just when it's over you know it's still the same going to sleep and you're not there well don't be vague you just say it Uh, vague i guess okay so you know what is it is it called sexting is that what this is yeah okay so you know so, you know, I don't have my beautiful wife there with me. So she came up, she texted me, just kind of started something. I'm like, okay, I see what this is. I'm going to roll with it. If you don't know, Carice's, you know, dropped a few books. So she's the author between the two of us. And, you know, so it was um, it was interesting, you know, put that out there. And it, I, it was fun. I liked it. It was, um, it, it was fun. It was Definitely. fun. It, it was fun. It was because I mean, I it, I think it came. I don't, I don't even remember if you had really mentioned we were gonna do it, but you just like that night you just texted me something and I'm like, oh, I see where this is going. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. Let's go. And it was fun to just sit there and just kind of be 
I don't know, somewhat of a different person when you're texting. I feel like it was easier to text whatever we said because there was, I wasn't looking at you when I'm texting. Yeah. So I, that's, it's to just say, oh, and then do this and like, oh, and then I thought I liked the idea because I feel like I was able to be somewhat different. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think that's almost the point yeah too Mm -hmm. because if you're trying to keep a spark alive you're trying to you know mix it up a little bit and so we had to do right something that was not like what we would normally do right right so we did that and through and and we did it for a few times the first we did two or three times it was good and then eventually life and such just kind of has a way just kind of i mean there's only so many ways we can go about it, yeah. talking about the same kind of thing. So eventually, even that kind of got boring, which is too bad. But it was, yeah, it was, um, it was different. I like doing that because I'm laying in bed and I'm just texting you. It, I don't know, aside from the texting, but like anticipation to me, I liked what was coming. I text something that I'm waiting for you to come with something next. I'm like, what, what direction are you gonna go with this? And I'm like, oh wow, my, and I knew it. My, my wife is a freak. I like that. <laughs> I know I'm a freak. I know that without question. But given the situation, I'm like, hey, you know, just another reason why I like it. And I'm like, that's good. And that's, you know, that's the way it should be. Wow. Oh, okay. Stop oh, stop. What, what, did, what did you get? Did you, was there something different from it? Did you get a different appreciation from me? Was it surprising, the stuff that I texted you? How did you, what was it like for you? I don't think it was surprising. I mean, we've done it before. Right, right. So so I don't feel like it was surprising, but it definitely was fun. Mm. Yes, it was fun. So, yes. So hopefully we never have to do something like this again where we have all that kind of separation. But if we do, we know how to handle it. Yeah, I Mm. guess. Right. We try to spice things up. But I was just about to, I was kind of thinking that in my head, like if this had to last longer. Mm How would we have, because like we said, it was very, it was great at first and mm-hmm. then things just started to, you know, fizzle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it got hard. And I mean, you being by yourself, if you really think about the situation and just talking to you about it and hearing about it now, it was kind of annoying because you all this not annoying, but it was kind of, it was tough dealing with the situation. You're by yourself trying to handle all this for the family. And everything wasn't working out as smoothly as we thought. So you have the whole by yourself dealing with all this stuff. Well, I'm literally the other side of the coin. Mm -hmm. I'm away from you with everybody. And I'm pretty much dealing with them myself. So I have all this. So we each had our own stress. Yeah. And we're talking to each other about it. So I'm dealing with these kids and their kids. And they're annoying enough. And I love our kids. And we both love our children. But they're kids. And as annoying as they were as a group or separately, whatever the situation may be, at least I had you with us. So we were dealing with them together. Now it's me by myself. Anything they need, it's me. Anything that happens, it's me. It's just like when you're the parent, which you said at the beginning that I was the parent and that was ridiculous. While you were seeing when we're FaceTime, like, oh my God, I missed that. And you know, you're having all the fun, you have all these kids and you're seeing them hugging me and whatever while they're looking at you on the screen which is like 10 seconds of the day <laughs> they turn it off right soon as the facetime is over different children i want a snack yeah 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 yeah. daddy can we do this can we go to go to kebab blah, 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 blah. it would have just so it was crazy so 
So aside from not having the actual companionship, then I had the companionship of children, which I wasn't looking for, but that's apparent. That's what you get. It was just, everything was kind of turned around. Mm -hmm. So that made it, that made the long distance relationship difficult because it wasn't just, I wasn't just away from you. I was kind of isolated with our kids. Yeah. And having an outlet's good, but I couldn't have an outlet. I had to be with the kids. They have to be dealt with. So, you know, it's times like that that challenge you as a parent. Yeah. So, and, you know, I've always thought that I was a, that I'm a good parent. So this was just a different situation. And this is what we have to do. Things happen. We have to take care of our kids. And that's just life. So, yeah. you know. But if it had went on any longer, I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I don't know where things would have gone. I do believe that we have a very strong, solid relationship. There were no issues as far as like, oh, I'm concerned about where where you are, what you're doing, or I don't think on the other end that you were concerned about where I was or what I was doing, or like there are no trust issues. There is nothing like really, I think, damaging to the relationship. Um, I don't think any of that would have happened. I think maybe it would have just went through a little bit more of that same roller coaster mm-hmm. where it started out and it was really, you know, one way and then it kind of turned into something else. Maybe it would have turned into something else again. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I don't think that was even, I didn't even think about that. I didn't, it never crossed my mind that we might have questions about what each other was doing. At the very least, if anything, and I'm not, trying to stir anything up. I don't think I would have had an opportunity to go and do anything anyway. I've got the kids. Yeah. Between the two of us, it would have been, because you here, you could pretty much do what you want if you wanted to. But yeah, but I wasn't questioning that. That wasn't even a concern of mine. One, because I trust you. Two, because you're with my family. You shit me down. Excuse That's me. what I'm saying. That they could just tell me, but, like, who, but I wasn't. Mean? If anything, I'm like surrounded by your people. Right, but I was living at the same time. I'm in the house with your parents. If they thought something was going down, they would have said something too, right? Mm, I don't know that they would have been watching you like that. All them kids around. But... Right, exactly. But that was never a concern. This this worked because we work. Yeah, and I think that's the strength of the relationship mm-hmm. is that it didn't even cross your mind. Right. That's... Honestly, it never really crossed mine either. But just to think back to the whole situation is mm-hmm. that I think that's that's really great that it was never even yeah i mean you came here to do something and i didn't think you're gonna be here looking to find some dude you're looking to find work to find the situation that's gonna be good for the family so that wasn't that was never a concern to honestly if i if that even crossed my mind there would be some issues i trust is you know the number one thing if for all our long time listeners you know where i stand with trust in general that's the big thing for me. So if that was a legitimate concern, I'd have, I'd have had to bring that up pretty like what you deal with. What's his name? Wow. You, know, you said, but that was never a concern. And I don't think I don't think there's any situation where I would be questioning whether, you know, infidelity is about to go down or anything, whether I'm there or not. And we know that I would never cheat because, you know, I just don't do that. So black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. That's right. Black women, yeah, a little shady, but the brothers, wow. but the brothers, we don't do stuff like that. So no. ridiculous. So no, our relationship that we have, you know, with the first season that we spent thirty episodes talking about in some form or fashion, we've built it up with trust and respect and honor and all these good things, so that when we are in different situations, when we are separate, we're still 
in a good place. Yeah. So that's the reason this worked. And it's it when it mean when I mean it worked, that means there were no issues. Something like this is not gonna be like a really happy time, but it was okay. Right. Other people's this the situations like this, separation like this is the type of thing that might bring out issues in other people's relationships. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we were good made it easier for us to do something like this. And that's a testament to just the time that we put in. And I think it's I, I one thing I took out of it is we have three daughters and a son, and it was mom who went out to go prepare something for the family. So it's not like the man, which is typical of our gender, you know, ideals and stuff that husband or dad is out there to work and do whatever. In this case, it's a complete switch. It's you who went out there, out here. To find work, to get us ready, so we get a mortgage, so we can get this big house and do whatever. And the kids saw that. They would look in the situation where dad was taking care of them, feeding them, bathing them, whatever, doing all this stuff and taking care and make sure they were okay. So I feel like it's something, I feel like they got a lesson that they really didn't know that they did. So that when they go out into the world, it won't be strange for them. It won't be surprising if Zaris, our son, is in a situation where. He's the one maybe watching the kids or something. It's not, it shouldn't be uncomfortable or inexplicable to him. It's something if that needs to be done, it can be done. And our daughter saw that, that dad was here taking care of them. So it wouldn't be a bad thing for whomever, whoever they're in relationships with, that it's something that can happen. So, you know, we teach them by talking, but we teach them with action too. So I think there's nothing that came out of it. But Hopefully, we don't have to do that again. Hopefully. I don't know. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. But um, now that we are really close to the holidays, I mm-hmm. think it's great to, to have everybody together. I think it's also especially great to be back for season two. Woo-hoo! I am looking forward to hearing a lot of love stories mm-hmm. and to share, I guess, a lot of the evolutions of the many ways Black love is represented across i don't know i hopefully the hopefully the world but you know for right now um with the lineup we have it's nationally but right exactly so this second season you know you listen to the first uh we talked a lot about ourselves and we're we'll continue to do that we are we have a layered relationship so there's plenty we can speak about just us or our family or separately or whatever this season is going to be a little bit different. So now, like we've mentioned, we want to hear about other people's love stories. And we're going to sprinkle, and hopefully more than sprinkle, in love stories this season. And we've got a few that we we will present to you that are great. And it's always good to hear how other people got together and how they kind of fought through some obstacles and what it took for them to get together and how they're sticking with it. But a good love story is something I'll always listen to. And I think oh, you will, yeah. too. Yeah, so I'm excited. I so, think it's going to be fun. I want to wish all of you listeners uh, happy holidays. Mm. Whatever you may be celebrating, I hope you celebrate it surrounded by love and with the utmost health because that is the one thing all of us need to bring into 2021 mm-hmm. is super duper health. Yes, yes. Because love is merry. Yes, it is. 
You have to complete Love it. is many things. But this good love is black. Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black Podcast. See you next week.